This week on the Benthcast, we are to be making have watched movie for you to be enjoying us have talk and listen to about. Stars are one and are we in? Yes! All right, and welcome to the Bamfcast, episode 63 of Bamfcast. Yeah! So, I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. And I'm The Beach. And what we do each and every episode of the Bamfcast is we fire ourselves off into the the ether of the past and uh, bring one ahead to the future, and we watch it, and then we talk about it for about 30 minutes, and we rate said shitty movie, one to five jocks for an enjoyable good-bad movie after robot jocks, or Mm -hmm. one to five bags in the negative sliding scale after Twilight, as in douchebags. Yeah, so this is correct. What we watched this week is 1991's Firehead. Firehead. Starring the inimitable Christopher Plummer. A Banff cast alum. Yes. And some other people, including very briefly Martin Landau. But uh, let's just go ahead and get a plot summary out of the way so we can go ahead and talk about this, uh, this little gem that we found here. Why don't you give us a plot summary? A government agent assigns a scientist to help one of his agents track down a Russian defector who is a cyborg. Meanwhile, an organization known as the Upper Order is plotting to take over the world by using the cyborg's powers. That's mostly right, except I don't think the guy's a cyborg. I didn't think he was a cyborg. But both the DVD cover and the shorter summary on uh, IMDb claim he is. Hmm. I think they just kind of said he had telekinetic powers, just... As a dude. Yeah, it was never uh, never explained that he was a cyborg. Not really, no. Ever. Ever. In fact, they never say anything about him being a cyborg. No, just, hey, Ivan's got telekinetic powers and he can shoot shit out of his eyes. DVD case yeah. here. Fire out of his head. Firehead. Right. Yeah. Even on the cover, like, it it pretends like he's a cyborg. That's so weird. He's no, he's nothing like a cyborg. No, he yeah. bleeds blood. Yeah, uh, he's just a he dude. dies death. I can't believe you made me bleed my own blood. He's a dude with blue glowing eyes. Yeah, who happens to shoot lasers out of his face? Yes, and he's a very bad Russian accent actor. Yes, that's Brett Hell Porter. Yeah. Right. He's about as doesn't ru- get more Russian than Brett Porter. He's about, as, he's about as Russian as Alexander and Robot Jocks. So he's yeah. a, Alexander does a little bit uh, better Russian than this guy. Alexander, he's way more Russian. Well, yeah. At least he was German. He's killed you in my mind. <laughs> yeah. He's just like right there. It's just like, uh, you know, it's like us doing New Jersey accents. Oh, it's just a forced march away. Yeah, sure. So, um, yeah. So that's uh, that's the movie. All right. How, let's rate it. No, no. Okay, we got to talk about this one. Um, did you know what Brett Porter was in Arena? Who I did, did not play know that. in Arena. He played Wayne. Wayne. Oh, Wayne! I believe that was one of the uh, assistant thugs for the main bad guy. Okay. Wayne says, "Excellent." Yeah. That anyway, was, that movie was better. Yeah. And then we had Christopher Plummer in uh, Star Crash. Right. Right. And Martin Landau in nothing Star that Crash. we've watched. Nothing that we've watched. No, nothing for this at least. Well, no, yeah, yeah. So but, yeah, it's um, I gotta say first off, I'm I'm disappointed because in my mind I'd set a pretty high bar for this movie because I think I'd seen it in the same group of trailers that brought his Action USA, mm-hmm. and so you know I wasn't expecting Action USA because come on, not many things are, but I was thinking it was at least going to be semi close. Or, mm, yeah. or fun. I or, mean, yeah. It's yeah. just, it's really low, really low budget. Yeah. And the opening scene really sets us up for something we don't get. Right. Sets it up for a lot of stuff we don't get. Because he, there's these guys, there's the Russian colonels are telling them, blow up the building, blow up the building, because right. it's right next to a group of protesters. And because they're in Estonia, mm-hmm. as the Russians yeah. are occupying it, mm-hmm. and they're protesting and... Yes. Estonia, part of the Soviet Union, I believe. Right. Yeah. The former. But he refuses to blow it up, and then he steps out. Everyone runs away. He steps out, saves a couple people, and then shoots lasers out of his fucking eyes and blows up the barrier right in front of the army dudes or whatever. Right. Yeah. And that, I mean, I I was pretty pretty excited at that point. I was ready to stay awake through the entire movie. I was all prepared for that. And then you didn't get it, did you? Then they make the fatal flaw of... 
doing nothing for the next 45 minutes. Well, not just that. It's that... They're making the movie not about him. Right. Yeah, he... Um, essentially, he spends about half the movie being the barely seen fugitive. And we are told the story from science guy, you know... Warren Hart. Science! Right. And this... Hey, hmm? Chris Lemon, Jack Lemon's kid. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. Really, really? You, you can tell the resemblance? I thought maybe, but... Well, I'm... I just I thought it was kind of funny that he was doing a movie with Walter Matthau. <laughs> <laughs> right. That was a little weird. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, he is he's definitely Jack Lemon's son. Okay. I will go with that then, I suppose. I believe you. And but look, and look where it got him. Yeah. All the way to Firehead. Did he do anything else other than Firehead? He was on a TV show called Duet for a while, but Oh Duet. It. No, I'm just kidding. I don't, yeah. I don't know what I think it was like a fire. Oh, he was in The Wishmaster. That's and right. He Thunder was in and Paradise. Wishmaster. Wait, Thunder in Paradise? Yeah. yeah. Hulk Hogan vehicle. Sorry, Terry yeah. Hulk Hogan. So yeah. so, yeah. He went on to have a long, illustrious career, obviously. Mm. He was in 2009's The Funk Parlor. Oh, a fine, fine film that is. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about other movies and... Well, yeah. Kinda That's because they're more interesting <laughs> than this one. <laughs> this movie didn't do much for it. Man, they had a great premise with... Uh, it's a terrible nickname. The, apparently, the somebody nicknamed him Firehead, but yeah, it's like the they could have like nicknamed laser, him laser, laser face. Laser face, yeah. yes. laser laser face. would have been a much better nickname. I like for laser this eyes. Movie. Laser eyes. I'm gonna laser eyes you. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. there you go. But I like laser, laser face. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, like I like laser face. Yeah. Laser face. <laughs> Tons so much like leather or, face or laser man. Okay, so or Mister Laser <laughs> or Comrade Laser. Or taser or blazer. Laser comrade. Phaser. Yeah. These all kind of sound like like <laughs> gladiators from American Gladiators. Pretty much. Laser. Taser. Comrade. I like comrade laser. Nitro. <laughs> comrade laser. Comrade laser. He would not be I on would American see that fucking movie three times yeah. over this. Comrade laser. Comrade laser. Comrade laser face. <laughs> Maybe <Yeah>. sure. <laughs> yeah. Tack yeah. all the words you want after that. But either way. Comrade laser nitro Either way, face. they set us up for awesome in the beginning and then they just... Yeah, they make him that disappear. He doesn't show up for a while. Right. Yeah, but because yeah. we have to we have to be watch uh we have Warren to introduce Hart. to the people we can associate with. Yeah, Warren Hurt the scientist and uh Warren. what the hell's her name? Whatever. Uh, some broad. Some broad the Gretchen Becker. Yeah. Buchanan. Yeah. Melia. Melia. That's, that's a fucked up name. Who writes slightly Whoa. attractive McBig tits? Longtime girlfriend of actor Martin Landau. Wait, she is? Yes. What? Wait. Dude. Walter Matthau is way too old for him. Score, Marty. Score one yeah. for him. I mean, I mean, yeah. Yeah, man. shit. Yeah, because I mean, he was like 150 <laughs> back when they filmed this shit. So, damn. Jesus. It's craziness. That's awesome, dude. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, it was. She's yeah. not very, you know, talented actor, actress. No, but well, I mean, shit. I gotta say, this movie did her no favors, because no. whoever the makeup artist was on this movie, like, remember how we were going to give a special award for whoever Kate Behan's <laughs> makeup artist was right, in right. Wicker Man? Yeah. Like, this person gets the opposite of that award, because they made this girl look horrible, and I don't know how they did it, but... Like, yeah. like there was a certain point at the Actually, end where it looked like she had just finished working out. Yeah. Like her makeup was just running down her face. It's like, what are you doing? I don't know. And this, well, this is 2006. So that's kind of, she's like a full that's 15 about, years yeah. after yeah. Firehead. But yeah, but, but anyway, anyway, she, 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 is, plays she is like the, the military yeah. specialist who yeah. is paired sure. with him. I believe and of course it. they have Christopher Plummer, who's kind of like the guy who's running the operation to track down Ivan and. You know, they established very quickly that he is the main bad guy. Right. Because this uh, secret society yeah. bullshit that he's in is, like, again, we get pyramid worshipers. Yeah, red pyramid All right. society. The upper thing. order, yeah. It's like your stone cutters, your, your, your yeah. imaginary rule the world. The Illuminati. System. Yeah, the Illuminati, basically. Yeah. But it's kind of weird, though, because I, I just, I love that whenever they get together, like, it's like he'll walk into their little room and he immediately changes into his black outfit with the little red well, sure. symbol on it. You gotta have pimping robes, you know. And then, like, you know, it's like the secretary will buzz him, like, sir, I got a call for you. And he's like, give me just a moment. And then he'll step outside. He'll be in his, like, normal suit and tie. <laughs> he's yeah. like, he's like, he's like the evil Superman. Except he's old <laughs> and he's Christopher Plummer. And he can't stop time. At least not in this movie. Not in this movie, no. Yeah. 
But yeah, he's he's the main bad guy. He's got his group of old men who, you know, oh, we got to do this so that the president will declare war and we can take over, you know. All and all of, of them want to rule the world. Yes. Everybody, Everybody wants, wants to, to rule the world. world. Yeah. But uh, so, yeah, so we're stuck with scientist dude, army chick. And then things just like, it's like one thing happens after another and it's not really strung together. No. It's, it's kind of strange because it had the feeling of a movie that was like two hours long and then they edited it down to like an hour and 15 minutes and just like, okay, here's the main plot points, bam, bam, bam. And you lose all the stuff that like links anything together. It's it's very... Which is probably good in this case. Do you think they ever had anything that linked it <laughs> no, all together? No, they didn't, but that's what it feels like. Because it's like all of a sudden she's seducing him and they're sleeping together. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, that, that came completely out of left field. Yeah. Because there was like no build up to that. He's just like... I can't communicate with you. You're too hard. And she's just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like, oh, how about oh. if I take my clothes off? How about if I take my hat off? Yeah. yeah. And uh, then gives the worst head shake in movie history. Yeah. Yes. Well, what was what the hell was her infiltration outfit? I swear to God, that was Marlon Brando's uh, the wild one outfit. She's running around this like leather jacket. And I mean, I swear it's like that leather old, hat. Like, old, old school. Gray yeah, it's old, no, it's not even that. It's like that old school motorcycle cap. Shit. Yeah. I mean, that was. I don't. I don't it's know. Fucking weird. Costume design in this movie yeah. is terrible. Yeah. Well, that. Except I mean, the other dude has to run around in khakis the whole time. Yeah. I mean, we were. At, hey, at, I run around in khakis the whole time. Like, I get the job done. Literally up to that point, we were still kind of with the movie because we were laughing and having a good time at how stupid it was. Because, I mean, this is this is all immediately after the scene where he infiltrates. He, he meets Martin Landau's character, and find you know he's like, oh, I can always trust him, and he. Apparently gets his security badge that still works even though this guy's been retired for however long, mm-hmm. and, and he breaks into the the spec ops, you know whatever it is facility to you know work on their badass real to real computers and everything, and uh, the whole time he's going into the base it's like the it's pretty much like the Axel Foley breaking into the warehouse music, just without the cool you know. Breakdown. Yeah. yeah, it's just so up to that point we're still laughing with this movie, and then she breaks in too, apparently, because even though she works there, she breaks in in her <laughs> just her, because you know in her infiltration her, her, her Brando ninja outfit that she's wearing, and <laughs> she wanted to show off. Yeah, ninja brand ninja <laughs> brand ninja brand ninja. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> right. But yeah. So and then like then they're out of there, and uh, yeah, she just. Basically seduces him just like that, yeah. and then and then he does the best. He does the best line is like he's walking around. And he's like, "What day is it?" Yeah, she's like, "It's the thirtieth." He's like, "Thirty first. No, it's yeah. after midnight. It's the thirty first. That's, That's a prime, prime number. number. I've got to go." <laughs> <laughs> and he takes off, Which, pulls his pants off, we're gonna pulls say, his pants on, we're gonna tell you grabs right his now, shirt. That's all you need to know from this movie. That's the takeaway from this movie. Yes, there's your escape plan. Yeah, men of the Bamfcast listening audience. Heed ye well. Yes. Find a day that's a prime number. Pick up women the night before. Yeah. Yep. And then once midnight hits, they will, you will, you will confuse them. I've got to get out of here. <laughs> yeah. If they they're smart enough to know what a prime number is, then they might call you. And you might like, work it out. What? All the better. No, I think it's all the better. And then they'll be know. intrigued because you but ran yeah. off about a prime number. <laughs> and they'll be like, the, the girls, the girls that you really want to get rid of, they'll be like, a, what the fuck is a prime number? And B, never mind. Yeah. That's and then you, you hope. I also suggest picking up women on Mar- uh, March 14th. Because <laughs> the Ides of March always works, too. <laughs> gotta go. Fuck, it's the Ides yeah. of March! <laughs> this is not good. I gotta uh, go. Here's 20 bucks. I mean... Uh, <laughs> uh, what? Uh, never mind. You could not dig your way out of that one there, sir. Yeah. Anyway, anyway no, so, I sleep with horse. So yeah, oh, so then okay. he, oh, 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 oh. So then he just runs to one. this facility for mm-hmm. no apparent reason. No, because at this point, apparently, we're supposed to figure out that he's figured out that all of Ivan's, and I, I wish I was making that name up, but all nope. of Ivan's attacks on That's these uh, these factories and whatnots have apparently been happening on. Prime number days? I that's because guess. he's a cyborg. Sure, that's how he thinks. <laughs> no. Right. This was never established at any point. No, or anything. no, it really wasn't. He just kind of says it. Yeah. Like we said, we think it's just an excellent escape route. 
but yeah, so he goes and then at this point he, he finally meets up with Ivan and then it becomes the, you know, the Ivan and Hart show. And, uh, yeah, but then they have more stupid shit that comes out of left field where he's just like, she's a spy. Don't trust her. And it's right. like, she's an well, assassin too. Yeah. It's like, well, if she was an assassin, wouldn't she have killed him already? Maybe. Yeah. She was supposed to be a really good one. Yeah. But she's not. No. We have to say that we've we've watched a lot of movies with a lot of gunfire, and we were just making fun of Karate Cop for for bad uh, gun tactics. But this movie, sweet Jesus, this movie takes the cake, sweeps the leg. It just it wins the grand jury prize of horrible, horrible shooting. Mm-hmm. Because by the end of the movie, they're in like the narrowest hallway you can possibly imagine for something that's supposed to be a office building. Mm-hmm. It's just ridiculously narrow. I mean, like two, like pe- two, two people cannot could barely, walk yeah. shoulder to shoulder. Exactly. Yeah. Two people could barely pass. They would have to turn sideways. And guy after guy pops his head around the corner, starts shooting at him and doesn't hit shit. I mean, it's. Yeah. And it's a lot of he turns around and shoots him, you know, not even aiming, just right. blind firing and killing He's cyborg. Yeah. Not even him. Hart, the scientist. Who He's a cyborg never, too. Oh, <laughs> they're all cyborgs. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. But, uh, God, this this movie, this is one of those movies that's hurting my brain to even try to wrap my head around the plot. Um, I'm going to quote myself from last week, I think it was. Okay. Um, bullets are amazing. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> because <laughs> bullets are amazing. So. Okay. Okay. So, in in the tightest of nutshell possible, this is what the plan the tightest is. tightest of nutthuggers possible. Yes. <laughs> this is what Christopher... Callbacks. Christopher Plummer really wants to do is uh, he's decided that he's going to use the fact that this guy is blowing up um, factories, which turns out he's blowing up the factories that they were secretly building nuclear weapons in Mm -hmm. or actually biological weapons or or a combination of the two. Same thing. Wasn't it like, wasn't there an airplane too? Yes. I I think that was for distribution of said weapons. Uh, Yeah. For distribution of the nuclear vessel. Right. Right. Son of a bitch. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, so that's basically what, what was trying to happen is like they, they, the evil, uh, upper order was basically building weapons of mass destruction. Ivan here gets word of this and, you know, after he's defected from Russia, he's apparently become, you know, Bill Bixby running around from town to town, saving the world. He is USA yeah. very plus plus. So he's, he's basically doing all this and then. The guys is like they they just decide okay well we're gonna use this to our advantage because now we've got a bona fide Russian spy on on U.S. soil so we're gonna turn this to into a big panic thing and we'll get tons and tons of funding and we'll run the world that way. Sounds like a good plan. Sounds like a good enough plan. But uh, then they said okay well we still need to blow up this one last facility because we gotta you know this is going to be the piece de la resistance here by blowing up this uh you know biological uh, research facility which has all these deadly strains of viruses that we've genetically engineered and it's going to kill oh, thousands of, of people. And this is going to be the, you know, the big one. This is gonna, what people are going to really pay attention to. So the ultimate idea here is that they're going to eliminate Ivan, the girl, the, the scientist, like everybody's getting eliminated because they're going to lock him in this building that has all the biological weapons. And when they blow it up, you know, they can pretend that the Russian spies still they've on got the their loose. patsies. You know, the president's exactly. there. Right. The president. Yeah. Oh, they, yeah. He decides the president's kind of, uh, he's a loose cannon. He's not exactly going to play by the book. He's got the secretary of defense, you know, by the balls, basically. You know, he's, he's going to do whatever, but the president's kind of not playing ball. So he's just going to load them all up in this building, blow it the fuck up and call it a day. And he gets to run the country. So that's, that's pretty much what it is. And this is what they have to stop. Problem is. That's awfully ambitious for whatever this movie's budget was, mm-hmm. because which is not much. Everything just is like as piddly as, as possible. I mean, like the one plane that's in the movie is like the smallest little piece of crap yeah. prop plane yeah, yeah, I've ever seen. Shitty Cessna. Yeah, I mean, um, the the president's limo is probably the nicest vehicle in the whole. Yeah, damn it's a thing. nice, pretty nice Cadillac limo. Yeah, but I mean, like the. The supposed Fortune 500 guys that are part of this upper order are all driving fucking like Lincoln Continentals. It's yeah. like <laughs> Chrysler LeBaron. <Yeah. laughs> like, really? 
really convertible just, model i mean you know the new buick road i don't know where you shot this but most places you can go somewhere and rent a you know bentley yeah. for the day not in fucking alabama well i'm just saying that's where it was shot these are good ideas to film somewhere if you're going to have had one cadillac limo that, the entire yeah. state i'm just saying you know if you need to make people look like they're well, super rich you know i love that Hart drove a mazda miata yeah oh, just like super super yeah. amazing research scientist drives this shitty miata yeah. Yeah. The totally straight mobile. Yeah. I mean, why doesn't he just drive a Volkswagen Beetle around? I mean, seriously. Yeah. It just feels like any cars on set were like whatever everyone drove to work that day. Pretty much. Most likely. They're like, shit, we need a car. All right, jump in this. What's the nicest car anyone's got here? Christopher Plummer's like, I've got a Miata. <laughs> <laughs> Martin Landa's like, I've got a Chrysler. <laughs> I've got a Chrysler. Yeah. I don't know. Bottom line on this movie is... It was Gretchen Becker's Miata. It's extremely Probably. ambitious for what they can do, and they don't even focus on the most interesting thing being... Which is the, the fucking fire, laser fire eyes. The firehead guy. You know, I mean, fuck. I don't care about wannabe funny guy, scientist guy running around his... Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, shit. And we have to talk about the worst goddamn thing in the movie. Yes, I know. I was about to sleep for that. <laughs> to bring that up. The... His the niece, girl, whatever the fuck, whoever the hell oh, she was. Oh yeah, a child actor, ten-year-old oh. child actor. Hi, girl. Hi, I'm ten. Hey, I'm ten in a movie. I learned to act from Billy Mays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my coach oh. says I'm supposed to project. Right. So I'm doing that, despite the mic being two inches from my head, just out of frame. Don't you get it? This is how I talk. <laughs> Haven't you seen movie. my movies? <laughs> Have you seen my movies? Yeah. I answered an open casting call. My parents charged the least, <laughs> so they hired me to be in your movie. Yep. That's her. Every get line. used to that. Every line, regardless of anything. <laughs> well, at least she said the right words. Yes, I memorized the entire script, <laughs> at least my parts. I'm ready to fill in for Christopher Plummer. Yes. I have laser eyes. <laughs> Fear me. <Yeah>. Comrades. <laughs> yeah, she's... Uh. Yeah, this girl, I I pray she didn't have a career in acting. Yeah. And you she know her parents are just like... You know her parent, whenever anyone's over for Christmas, they're like... Oh, we have to show you Sally's movie. She was in a movie. Why don't you watch her movie? Lauren, by the way. Lauren, Lauren? Le- okay. Levy. Yeah. Levy. She was in one other movie. Oh, my God. What's the other movie? Silent Cries, which is yeah. extremely, Wait a minute, that extremely ironic. <laughs> Smith? Yeah, Smith. Yeah. That was that's her. what her name was? Yeah. That's Yeah, that's what they kept calling her. I'm crying, and it's silent. Can't you tell? Yeah, she, she officially took the award from the daughter mm-hmm. in Troll 2. <laughs> oh yeah she officially claimed the mantle mm. wow yeah that's saying something yeah it is but she she took it and she ran with it mm-hmm. but i would just you know her family was so proud oh yeah and then everyone who saw it was like yeah that was really that was a movie oh yep. that, that was, was wonderful good look good at you job you're here. just so adorable that's as they're hitting the mute button that's precious <laughs> that's pre- <laughs> That's precious, based on the yeah. novel push by Sapphire. <laughs> <laughs> Way to bring Wait, it back. Let's, let's watch that instead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'll probably bring me more joy. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't even know what else to say. No. there's This movie's a mess. The good yeah. guys win. Yep. Oh, yeah. I guess. Yeah, they, there's some bombs set all over the place. Christopher Plummer takes like 10 years to push the detonator button. And, and he doesn't get to... Arthritis. Yeah. 17. 16. <laughs> <laughs> I'm acting, god damn it. Yeah. I'm going to act this movie out of mediocrity. <laughs> it doesn't work. Me alone. Into mediocrity. <laughs> oh, I am man. not Martin Landau, you fuckers. <laughs> yeah, I don't. We uh, let's just rate this. Let's move on. Yeah. We have we have other movies. to talk Good about. guys win. Doesn't blow up. Firehead lives. You, I mean, could have used a lot more explosions. Yeah, he reads Batman at the end. Yep, mm-hmm. the end. I was really hoping he would say, "He's Batman." 
but no. He's no. goddamn Batman. <laughs> He's goddamn Batman. <laughs> His parents are dead. <laughs> Just like your parents will be, little girl. Yeah. For letting you be in this movie. Right. Yeah, let's just rate this. Let's move on. We have other movies to talk about. More fun than this. One bag. That's fair. That is yeah, all. That is very fair. I'm going to go two because he has two highs. <laughs> and they shot right into my soul and destroyed my dreams of the fact that this could be a good movie. Yeah. I I almost hit one jock just because of the way it opens. Sure. Well, the, but prim- that's, the premise. But yeah, that's what, but, yeah, that's but what kept squander. it under so yeah. much of it that it just pushes it right back down and I'm at one bag. Yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm going to find the trailer because I usually do and put it up on the Facebook page. And you're going to see like this trailer and go, what are you talking about? This looks amazing. How can it Don't be, be fooled. Yeah. Don't be fooled. The trailer. Wow. The trailer is. And we will not yeah. be fooled again. We are no. fans of gratuitous explosions and such, but and there and are, you and really do need something to tie them together. Yeah, and dude shooting There aren't really gratuitous explosions eyes. in this movie. Yeah. It's all hokey laser eye bullshit. Yeah, but, well, plus he also apparently um, can build a force field with it and teleport he and scientist guy through walls, apparently, occasionally. Yeah, yeah. But so. his power has limits and, well... Right, yeah, he gets tired. They will always run out at the least convenient right. time. Yeah. What he needs is checkers, fries, and burgers to mm-hmm. pep him back up. Yeah. Yes. But anyway, don't don't bother with this. Do bother with checkers, fries, and burgers to pep yourself up. They got good fries. Yeah. I like their fries. Brought to you by checkers, burgers, and fries. <laughs> to Sometimes known as rallies. Sometimes. All anyway, right. yeah, only when on. you get food poisoning. Break time. Yep. We'll be back. Welcome back. Second half of the Bamcast. 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 Half number two. Right. Yeah. So, hey, this week I saw some movies and I think other people did too. Yay. I saw a movie. I saw two movies. All right. Movies to talk about. But first. Movies. We have a very special caller on the Garfield phone hotline. Oh, yeah. At one yeah. point in time, I would say probably our geologically uh, furthest fan or fawn, if you fawn will. Fawn from Oman. Or fawn from Oman. Max. Here he is. Hey, band crew. This is uh, Max, formerly of Oman, now of uh, Washington State. And uh, I haven't had much of a chance to uh, listen to uh, Bamcast or any other podcast that matter. But uh, I've been, been uh, catching up on them, and uh, I'd just like to uh, voice my approval for uh, Boondock Saints. I-, I thought it was like, a really fun movie. Uh, I really don't see what Mackie has to hate about it, but uh, they teach their own. It is one of those, you know, you watch when you're like 15 or whatever, and uh, it's just a uh, hell of a lot of fun. Anyway, uh, i also like to uh, make a recommendation. Uh, check out The Soldier with uh, a mute Kurt Russell. Uh, he uh, blows up a lot of shit. It's a uh, it's a lot of fun too. Anyway, uh, keep keep doing what you guys do, uh, and I'll keep listening. All right, later. All right, Max, you're absolutely right. Moving on. <laughs> Thanks, Max. I'm glad as, you enjoyed it. As usual, Max, you're right. I'm glad you enjoy the podcast. I'm not glad you enjoy Boondock Saints, but hey, at least somebody does. It's not me. Mm-hmm. Yep. And welcome back to the U.S., by the way. Yeah. Yes. Or welcome to the U.S. for the first time. I don't know. I think Either back. way. I'm pretty sure it's back. Washington State, beautiful place. Yep, up north. Yep. So say hi to Karate Cup for us. Yes, exactly. Karate Cup. If a bunch of uh, if a bunch of kids fuse together and show up at your <laughs> house. <laughs> if you see the human centipede of kids up there, say hi. You'll know that Karate Cop was successful in sending them through the portal. <laughs> to their, into the rest of their unfortunate lives. So... Um, yeah, anyway, Soldier, um, Paul White, W.S. Anderson, Paul Widescreen Anderson, Paul Weasel first, Shit Anderson. Yeah, I believe. Was that his first movie or at least his no. first big budget movie? First. No, first one was like uh, Event Horizon, wasn't it? Did he do that? Yeah. Really? Yeah. He did a movie I like. like I know. Like, like? It, it boggles everyone's like, really mind. really like? Huh. But yeah, Soldier was like 98, I think it came out. Okay. 
Yeah. Right. I was not aware that Paul Whitescreen Anderson. Had I, I have not seen it. From what I understand, it's kind of a waste of Kurt Russell, but I, I've seen it a long time ago, but yeah. I, I barely remember it. Yeah. May have been a theater going experience. But I know that's kind of, that was one of the early ones that was on the list and then it just kind of got pushed back because it was either, hey, we saw some sci-fi or we saw some action or, you know, it just never found a place in the rotation. So right. may have to put it back on the Oh, that's right. He list. did Mortal Kombat. Ding, 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 oh, that's ding, right. Ding, ding, ding. Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Right. And they did Resident Evil, all yeah. that other. Then didn't he like yeah. hook up with Mila Jovovich or something? Yeah. Yeah. Lucky yeah. guy. Lucky guy. Anyway, yeah, anyway. we'll uh, we'll definitely put that on the uh, on the list of things to see. So I'm always that down for more long. Kurt Russell. Yeah, we have our next few movies planned. It's it's an mm-hmm. unstoppable train now at this point. But uh, is it the size of a Chrysler building? It might be. It might okay. be. Just making sure. Yeah. So anyway, you saw movies. I, did. I saw movies. What'd you say? Uh, let's see. What do I want to talk about first? Okay, I will do my negative one first, so that we can then dig our way out of our negativity. From Boondock Saints and and uh, what negativity and Firehead? There's no negativity on Boondock Saints. Might be a little bit. You guys enjoyed it, okay? No, I'm gonna. I can't help it if you're retarded. Yeah, I know. I can't either. It doesn't stop me from talking. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, no, I decided uh, for you know my complete uh, disregard for my own personal time. I decided to watch The Goods. Um, Live hard, sell hard. I think is the full title. Is that the one with Jeremy Piven? Yeah. Was that last summer that came out? I think it might have been. 2009, yeah. I just remember the previews for that looking fucking terrible. Yeah, well, okay. So, here's my thing about it. It's not good. Actually, it was last year. 2009. Yeah. Not not this summer. I I meant this summer, but yeah. Okay. It was older than that. Right. So, the pedigree of this movie makes makes you think it should be at least above average, if not actually good, but it's really not at all. Um, cause it's, it's Adam McKay and, and Will Ferrell produced. Mm-hmm. So you think right off the bat, like they're not going to let something just so horrible get through, you know, dude. And it's Neil Brennan, the co-writer for Chappelle's show. Yeah. Was the director. Yeah. And that's, what's so weird is like, I mean, there is just a cast a mile long of like people you recognize and people that are very funny. I mean, David Koechner, Ed Helms, mm-hmm. I mean, Tony Hale from uh, Arrested Development, you know, yeah. Kim Jong from, you know, well, everything. I mean, Rob everything Riggle's these in days. it. Yeah. Alan Thicke. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, it's just the list goes on and on. Craig Robinson's in it too. You know, it's just like all these people that are generally funny to above averagely funny in movies and just nowhere along the way does it work. It has a few moments of, of tiny, like, brilliance that I, I think maybe stand out ab- above it because, like, the rest of it's so mediocre. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just, I don't get it. I don't, I don't, I can't put my finger on exactly why it's so bad. It's just so, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's tiring to watch, you know, and that should be the way a comedy should go. Comedy Mm-mm. should just be lighthearted. Like, all right, let's, let's do this. Let's laugh. And everything's just so forced. So, it's a bummer. Yeah. But it's anyway. more when you have a really good cast like that and it just turns out yeah, I just, crappy. I don't, I don't, that's what I don't get it at all. But anyway, I saw it. There it is. Wouldn't highly recommend it. It's on Netflix if you are masochistic like me and yeah, just want to really see it. want to see it. Yeah, at least it's semi-free. Yeah. So yeah, if you got a Netflix. Yeah, I mean it's got it's got not? tiny amounts of uh, interestingness. Like I, I like his speech that you see in the trailer about smoking on airplanes. It's just funny because it goes on further beyond what they did in the trailer. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, it's just overall just very mediocre. Well, so yeah, good yeah. to know. We can dig our way out of that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of Netflix real quick. Okay. I, I've just recently realized how many devices Netflix is available on. A lot. Yeah. Like everything. Just about. Um, my. Uh, if it's beyond stupid and it hooks up to your TV and can, you can also connect to the internet, it probably has Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, my. A friend of mine just got a, a brand new Panasonic big ass TV. Mm-hmm. And. um it has an Ethernet jack in the back, and it's got Netflix and Pandora and some other stuff. But I was like, "Oh, cool! Netflix, just right on the TV. No, right. you know, no middleman there, which is pretty cool." And um, from Harlow, I picked up a uh, a TiVo Series Three, and TiVo now has Netflix on it. Yep, it's been on there. That was actually one of the early ones. I think was it, it? Yeah, I think it was on. That might have been one of the first set top boxes to get Netflix. Was TiVo? 
Okay. I, mm-hmm. I wasn't aware of that, but yeah. man, fucking everything's got te- got Netflix on it now, mm-hmm. which is, I mean, cool because... It's also got Amazon on it. Yeah. And there's... Oh, yeah. There yeah, is free does. stuff on Amazon Yeah, as well. there's free stuff and, you know, cheap cheaper than other places to rent things sometimes. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you can get HD copies of TV shows if you missed them for some reason for like 99 cents, I think. That's cool. If, you know. I saw there were Breaking Bad episodes for free. Yeah. On Amazon. Yeah, nice. they do free awesome. all the time, yeah. But yeah, just, you know, Netflix is incredibly pervasive and uh they also i guess everybody probably knows that they that they're bringing up their single disc at a time unlimited price to like 9.99 yeah but they they're offering you 8.99 unlimited um streaming yeah only. which is Discless. streaming only yeah discless Boo. so not good enough not for what we do <laughs> yeah well yeah but still, I mean, I, yeah, I, I guess they're... It's good enough for a lot of people. What I want to know is, who has an eight discs at a time plan? Is there an eight discs at a There's time plan? There's an eight disc at a time plan. Unemployed people that have money somehow. Holy Christ. Mm. Who have $56.99 yeah, a month to go. spend. $66.99? It went still. up. From, it went up from $48.99. It, it's basically it, they charge a dollar more per disc plan. I mean, really, if you were very judicious about it, I mean, that's way less than a cable bill a month. I mean, if you just... I mean, yeah, like, if yeah. you were that, I mean, if you're movie. that, if you're that kind of like person, I mean, there's lots of people that sit and watch at least two hours of television a day. I mean, yeah. mm-hmm. and there's and, a lot of TV to be watched out yeah, there. Exactly. I mean, if you go disc by, you know, you got 50, 60, whatever yeah. years of TV you can catch up on. Yeah. Well, you can, I mean, and you can, TV. you can get an entire, you but, know, an entire production run of a TV show at one time. Sure. I guess, but still. How do you I manage know. all I know. Those? It's still crazy. Yeah. I mean, especially, well, that's the thing is like, I, what I don't understand is why would you do that when you can return a disc so fast? I mean, three, mm-hmm. I mean, how many discs are you going to watch a day? I mean, put one in the mail the next day, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm lucky if I watch one yeah. a week. So. These people need better time management. Probably. Yeah. Or maybe they have probably better, hoarders. Maybe yeah. they have better <laughs> they, time They're just keeping all right. of them. Right. Maybe they manage your time better than us. Maybe. Maybe. They can watch eight, eight discs eight movies at a time. A day. Yeah. yeah. Sure. They got eight TVs. They're watching eight <laughs> movies at a time. <laughs> like Ozymandias style. Just yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Awesome. I'm watching all of Kubrick's works at once. Yes, absorbing it. But yeah, I don't know. But yeah, Netflix. It's it's great. Apparently, um, uh, I guess Blockbuster's kiosks. They're they're trying to put more and more of them around. I haven't seen one. Lovely, except for like in a. I think I saw one in a Publix once. Mm. But ah, Blockbuster, the Kmart of of video rental. Yeah, <laughs> like they're still around. Yeah. Anyway, but I've I've noticed in just one slight tangent. Um, I have noticed the impact of, um, and this will actually directly lead into my movie. I've noticed the impact of the uh, the new agreement between the movie studios and like Comcast On Demand and DirecTV's um, pay per view movies versus Netflix, where like Netflix doesn't get them for thirty days. That kind of sucks, as I thought it would. It's pretty yeah. irritating. Well, yeah, they've started showing the commercials where they say, "Not would you wait twenty eight days for this." Yes, but it's yeah. annoying. I mean, I don't have to see it the day it comes out on DVD, especially if I'm just renting it. Yeah, well, if mm-hmm. it's something I care about, I'm just going to buy it and own it, generally yeah. speaking. Yeah, but I wanted to see Predator, so I put it on my DVD queue, right. and I wanted my dad to see oh, it to kind yeah, of man him up. You had to wait. So, yeah, I had to wait that until sucks, it yeah. Yeah, had to wait until it came out. But it came in the mail the other day, Sure. and um, on Friday, my dad's birthday, in an attempt to further uh, remove my dad from the namby-pamby uh, movie watching extravaganza that he was on. We uh, we popped up Predators in the old DVD player and and watched that son of a bitch. What did he think? What did he think? What did you think? What did I think? What did you both think? There weren't as many Predators as I imagined there would be. I mean, there weren't as many of the Predator creatures. I guess mm-hmm. there were Predators aplenty in the movie. Um, of course, you know, but. Predators in the strict noun sense, you know, strict uncapitalized noun sense. But uh, I don't know. I guess it was all right. The action was pretty good, and there was some kind of crazy stuff. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne showed up for about forty-five seconds and acted like a goddamn crazy man. And uh, this is true. That was kind of cool. I would have appreciated a little bit more Fishburne, but you know, I, I he got paid, so you know, he got. I'm what sure, he, he has a nice boat. Yes, yeah, that fish didn't even cook, much less get burnt. Oh. I don't know. There, there's not really, there's not really anything I can specifically complain about because I kind of knew what I was getting into mm-hmm. before I saw it because you guys saw it first and kind of gave me a heads up. Oh, it's pretty much Predator One redone. Yeah, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I guess one of the more interesting things about the movie was Topher Grace, his character. 
he kind of played with the character he typically plays for most of the movie and then changes. And I don't mm-hmm. know if I want to spoil it for everybody, but um, yeah, he, he stops, he stops being Eric Foreman at a certain point in time. Exactly. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's precisely it. Okay. And that was actually pretty cool to see because I haven't, I don't think I've seen him in, in, in anything else that I can think of off the top of my head. Now. <laughs> Spider-Man three. You didn't watch it. So. Good job. Um, you made the right decision. <laughs> yeah, I dodged that bullet. You are a winner today, sir. So it was interesting to see him as not Eric Foreman, and I liked that. Right. Um, Danny Trejo Woo-hoo. plays Danny Trejo uh, in all, you know, plays the same character he plays in every other movie, mm-hmm. except he's got, uh, all right, I'm going to nitpick just once, just one little tiny thing. You may the, do that. The box quote or the sleeve quote from Netflix calls Danny Trejo an Uzi toting blah, 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 blah. And he actually has a very different little machine gun, and it's a it's an MP5K, but it's not Uzis, man. Dear Hollywood and everybody else, stop calling anything that's small and automatic an Uzi, please. It just irritates me. That's all. I'm done. Second Amendment, man. Right to bear arms. For protection. <laughs> right to have bear arms. Arr. Protection. Fuck sleeves. Yep. All right, so yeah. that's that's I mean All predators. Right. Everybody's laughing at me for my net my nitpick. Not really. I am. Okay. Until you shoot me. Exactly. Fucking gun with an nut. Uzi. Yes. When I pull out a real Uzi, <laughs> and like Uzis are huge, like regular Uzis, they're like they're monstrous guns. I'm gonna Anyhow. take your word for it. It's like a Mac Ten Uzi. Yeah. I'm gonna kill you. One of those AK Uzis. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm gonna kill you all. Sweet. I'm gonna find a real Uzi and kill you all with it okay yeah that's one day i mean not now not second now. amendment you yeah know? we gotta yeah. Get, we gotta get to at least two years of this thing before i kill you all okay what's I your what's you. your movie sir or you saw more than one i saw more than one but okay. i did see how to train your dragon Ooh, did you learn how to train your dragon i did did you train the fuck out of your dragon Is that a masturbation I joke i think so okay no 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 <laughs> no but that movie is really good that is like the first DreamWorks movie that I've felt can stand up to any Pixar movie. Really? Yes. Did you watch it in three dimensions? No. Okay. Why would I do that? I just, I'm just curious. No. No, but uh, it's a really fun, really charming movie with some really good characters in it. And That's some good. really nice looking animation. And just, it's one of those things where it, Knows exactly where it's going, and it hits all the beats at all the right points, and wraps up really nicely as well. It's just a really, it's one of those really solid, enjoyable movies that, if you were trying to find a complaint, you really can't. Well, that's at great. least in my book. So, I really, really liked it. It's one of those where I'm like, you know, I might actually get the Blu-ray of that. Hey, and I don't even need the 3D version. And Though that, I bet that movie did look pretty cool in 3D. I gotta say, and that is um. That's shining praise from you, I think. What, that I'm willing to, that I would buy the DVD for it? Yes. Yeah. Of this animated non-Pixar movie. Did they make mm-hmm. DreamWorks face at any point in time? Uh, there might have been a couple DreamWorks face things. Okay. But, you know, and that's the thing. Like, most other DreamWorks movies, I'm just like, fuck you. You know, like, I see the trailer for it, I'm like, fuck you. But how, many, how many of you actually fuck watched? You. Like, none of them. Because okay. I see the trailer and I see them make the DreamWorks face or... I see just a stupid-ass pop culture reference-laden movie, and I go, fuck you, DreamWorks. They're not all bad, sir. Okay. I'll take your word for it, but okay. this this one was actually quite good. Okay. It, it feels like finally... It feels like finally they wrote a story instead of writing for a focus group, which so many of their other movies have that feeling. Like, what'll this... Who will this sell to, you know? Okay. That seems to be how most DreamWorks animation movie pitches go. Fair enough. Yeah. Who can we get to be? Jack Black. Let's get him. Yeah. That'll be great. Jack Black. Kids like Jack Black, right? Yeah. Big fans of Tenacious. Yeah. School of Rock, Jack Black. Mm Mm-hmm. Get him. He can be a panda bear or something. Right. He'll make that goofy face. Everyone loves the goofy face. They love love the goofy face. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So, as you can guess, I'm really not a fan of DreamWorks animation, but... Right. This movie, very, very good. I'll give them all the praise in the world for it. I'm, oh, not, I'm not a fan of anything I've ever not seen. I hate it all. Sweet. Yeah. Um, 
I saw something else. Okay. What else did you see? I saw the second half of Men Who Stare at Goats. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. And it's... Yeah. 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 It's a movie. It's just... It's one of... It's kind of like what you were saying about the goods, where there's all these good people in it, mm-hmm. and it just never gels. It's kind of... That's what Men Who Stare at Goats feels like, because it's got so many dudes in that movie that I really think are awesome. It's got Clooney in it. It's got Spacey in it. It's got Ewan McGregor. It's got... um, Fuck, what's his name? Bridges. Jeff... Jeff Bridges. The God. dude. Yeah, the dude. My brain's not working, but yeah, Jeff Bridges. I mean, it's like all these awesome guys, and then it just kind of it just kind of meanders, and it's one of those movies also where very little of the characters' actions feels like they're in charge of it. It feels like they're along for the ride, and they're not really propelling any of the action, which doesn't necessarily make it very compelling. It's, it's one of those movies, like I said, that it probably reads much better as a book than it does as a movie. And then it just kind of, it, it kind of ends rather abruptly too. So I was kind of, I wasn't expecting it to end right where it did. And I don't know, it feels like they build you up to something bigger than what you get. So it's kind of, I don't know. It's a, it's, it's a decent time waster movie. You're not going to hate it, but you're not going to want to rush out and buy the DVD after you watch it on Netflix. Okay. Let's put it that way. But it is there for free. Yeah. Yep. Okay. It is on streaming. Yay. We love the streaming. Yes, we do. That didn't sound right, did it? (laughs) (laughs) Just don't cross them. Right. Okay, so my I have one movie I really want to talk about and one I want to quickly talk about. And there there is kind of a lead in and and why it triggered my brain. One of them I I didn't watch in the last week. I just kind of forgot to ever talk about it. But watching the movie I did watch this week made me think, why didn't I ever talk about this? And that's following Christopher Nolan's first movie, first first mm. movie, before Memento. Before even. Memento, yeah. Um, and my train of thought there is that he reused the uh, character Cobb from Following, mm-hmm. kind of a similar character that he used in Inception. Before I get into that connection, it's just it's a it's a really good movie. It's a really interesting movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just it's a good example of this is how you make a low budget independent movie and do it well and not need flash per se that flash mm-hmm. is what you shoot and not that you have to, you know, find somebody like Harvey Keitel to give you a lot of money to, you know, put squibs and blood and mm-hmm. stars in it, you know, that you can use a bunch of nobodies and still make a good movie. What is the plot of following? Um, if you can sum it up, the following is that this one guy, uh, basically becomes obsessed with just following people and kind of, kind of voyeuristic intentions just kind of mm-hmm. seeing what they do with their lives and trying to kind of map out their patterns of their day to figure out who they are and he ends up kind of inadvertently following this one guy who's a basically a thief mm-hmm. and kind of gets wrapped into that okay. just, so he just kind of follows the wrong guy and the guy notices that he's been being followed because he's trained to do that kind of thing so mm-hmm. yeah just and things escalate things from escalate there. from there yeah that's, right. that's basically where the title comes from but yeah it's uh it's very interesting, but one made me think that I never talked about it and why I would recommend that movie is uh, I watched Bronson mm-hmm. starring Tom Hardy from Inception. And that was my train of thought of like, hey. Bronson starring Charles Bronson. Yeah, so, I mean, oh. why would they make a biopic about Charles Bronson? <laughs> I don't know. It was very strange. Uh, I had no idea he was. And, and Hardy doesn't, he doesn't really resemble him very much. No, so. no. I, I didn't, I had no idea about that part of uh, Charles Bronson's life where he was mm. in prison prisoner in england for like you're sure it wasn't years. pierce brosnan and they just spelled it wrong it might have been might okay have been. So, no, so what happens in bronson oh wow um tell me about bronson what's a bronson first off i'm very curious to have you watch this oh because this Why? is like a i think this might be a kind of polarizing movie like i think you're either gonna really like <laughs> it or you're gonna really hate it yeah and i don't know I'm very curious with your with your Boondock Saints opinion how you're going to feel about this one because in a lot of ways this is very similar to A Clockwork Orange um, about okay. a guy who's just obsessed with violence for no particularly good reason. It seems to be kind of like a common theme in, in British movies. I, I I'm, I'm sure it has. It's because they're so polite. Yeah, it's well, it's, it's they're so polite and so reserved and everything that I think like Sir that, Anthony William McDonald, very sure. polite. Oh yeah, definitely very, very polite. polite young chap. Yeah. When, when not threatening fish slapping, sure he's mm. sure he's a he's a lovely chap, 
but um yeah no i just i think it's something about that that society that that that's kind of the way to rebel is you know when you have reformed extremely polite society that you need a spot of the yeah, ultraviolence right and that's basically this character i mean he goes to prison and decides he likes to fight and gain notoriety in the prison system and at one point in time he gets out and uh you know decides that he's gonna become a prize fighter basically and that's he decides to take the name charlie bronson because his name isn't manly enough oh and here i thought it was gonna be about bronson pinchot right yeah so he just decides to take that as his as his fighting name basically and yeah it's it's batshit crazy crazy movie and it's on instant watch it is sweet in hd i do believe sweeter yeah but uh tom hardy jesus christ that dude um pretty underutilized in inception because that guy's fucking crazy and really kind of good at all kinds of different things it's a Mm -hmm. hard movie to explain um but yeah it's uh I guess I'm going to say watch it because, like I said, you know, you're either going to you're either going to like it or you're going to hate me for even mentioning it if you've never heard of it. So, but, you know, it's it's kind of one of those movies. It's like, if mm-hmm. nothing else, watch it because, like, here is the thing that says this guy is going to be a star, you know, kind of movie. Like, everybody else is good in it, but, like, this one guy is like, Jesus Christ, you know, he's the, like, walking in the deer hunter or something like that. You know, like, for, mm-hmm. who is this guy? I've never heard of him. And, like, whoa, holy crap, this dude can act his ass off, you know. But. Okay. Yeah. I, I like that Netflix tells me this movie is cerebral, comma, violent. Way, way violent. That works for me. And, uh, yeah. And it is a biopic. It is. It is actually based on a, on the life of Charles Bronson. Bronson. They do say it's Charlie based on Bronson. A, you know, this is one, this makes me question. I mean, I haven't read anything about it, but it makes me question if that's true or not. But, because, my God, if there actually is somebody like that out there that, even remotely did half the things this dude did. <laughs> wow. Then he's awesome. I, no, I haven't seen. Okay, <laughs> no, I have not it, seen the movie. It crosses, so it crosses over that line of like awesome into, you know, just pure, fucked up. Yeah, yeah. No, all right. But like I said, the bravado performance by Tom Hardy something something to see. And uh, let's just say the dude's not afraid to uh, bear it all on screen. Mm, yeah. Little, uh, yeah, it might be a little. Uh, Little Tom Hardy. <laughs> might be some Tom- a mini Bronson. <laughs> there, there might be some. Tom- there might be some Tom Hardly there. You know. Saying. Oh boy. Yeah. Anyway, just saying. But yeah, it's a it's kind of a crazy ass movie. And like I said, if well, any if, movie with Tom Hardy's dog in it is yeah. okay by if, me. If I didn't know, like you know, if I didn't know it was Tom Hardy in that movie, I would have known. Yeah, that kind of performance mm-hmm. type of thing that just go all out for a role kind of thing. So, but couldn't see the yeah. forest for his tree, huh? <laughs> And he has an epic mustache in it, so. All right. Yeah. Well. Sorry about It has been added to my Netflix instant queue, so hopefully at some point I'll get to watch it. Okay. Just comment. Yeah, watch it on, watch it when you're pretty awake, because it's kind of a head trippy kind of movie. Really? Yeah, it's, because it's it's, the way it's presented is very weird. It's like the whole time he's kind of on a stage telling his life story to this weird audience and. He's like acting parts of it out and then it flashes back to various parts of his life. Hmm. It's really weird. That does sound a little weird. Sounds like my kind of movie. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I got to say about that. Live at San Quentin. I think that's all the movies I watched. Uh, There was one more you watched. Was there? You told me about. Did I? Uh, You watched Jimmy C's Evader, the Jimmy Uh, C cut. Right. I did. I forgot about that. Which I can only assume was six hours long. Uh, Three. Just under three. Wasn't the original three? I think it was two and a half. I don't believe it. It's got about, it's got about an extra 30 minutes, I think. Okay. It's like nine hours long. But yeah, no, um, much like his cut of Aliens, as I said on the Twitters, this, um, they really just, just let him... I mean, I'm I'm hoping he has the cloud at this point. It's just like, let him put out his movie. You mm-hmm. know, like, it just seems dumb at this point. Like, it's okay if it's a three-hour movie. If he wants to put out a four-hour movie, you know what, studios? You like breaking movies into two parts and making us pay twice. Do that. You know, I'm not really... Hey, I'm not really encouraging stop, that, but if it's... Stop talking right now. If it means... I get to see the four hour, you know, James Cameron movie without hmm. you dicking me over and waiting two years to get a DVD or something yeah. or 20 in the case of aliens, you know, you know, just let it happen. But yeah, it's just, it, it adds a, it adds depth to people who were just kind of background characters before and, and in good ways, not like 
oh, this just seems like, why do I care about this? But I mean, you get a whole backstory for Sigourney Weaver's character. You get more, a little bit more backstory about Jigsuli, you know, and things like that. So it just makes... Does General Ensign Award get some more story? General Ensign Award? Yeah. The general dude, whatever his name was. No, not really. He's pretty much laid out there. He's pretty much... Man, I wanted... He's in Men Who Stare at Goats, by the way. Is he? Very briefly. Is he freaking out? No. Screaming at people? He's very different, but he looks basically the same. Ah. Yeah, but it's it's got this whole long alternate opening on Earth, you know, because the other one just kind of started like, hey, your brother's dead. Let's go. You know, and... That's all we need. Yeah. Spoilers. Well, <laughs> if you don't at least know the first five minutes of Avatar by now, sorry. But uh, yeah, so I mean, this one has a whole kind of backstory that kind of sets up this, that he's actually a heroic figure, not just a dumb jarhead from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Like he, you know, he kind of stops a bar, he start kind of starts a bar fight in the wheelchair, you know, like with this big mm-hmm. ass dude who's kind of hitting on his lady, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. So it's just, it's neat to see that kind of lead up to... So he's still Pay a jerk, off. starting fights. Pay off to, you know, Gosh. where he becomes now, later. Now, the Blu-ray has both versions on it, right? Yeah. Theatrical. Well, actually, yeah, there's actually, like three there's, versions there's three, on Because they, they had the um, the original theatrical. There was the second release extended theatrical. And then there's this, which is like everything. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Interesting. Good deal. This. I I'm wish I'm holding up the alien set like this is Avatar. We knew what you meant. Yeah. The radio audience couldn't hear right. it. Right. Yeah. I just thought I'd run it by... Run the illusion by explaining it all. We've got so many DVDs or DVDs, Blu-rays, whatever coming in. Fucking Black Friday. Amazon Black Friday just put us under, man. (laughs) Well, that's why. I mean, I can't believe I got this in my freaking hand already. This is crazy. This is this is Black Friday shit right here. I'm pretty sure a day before. You know, they started their. You don't want to know about the package that showed up in my house. Okay. You want to know about my package? (laughs) I don't want to know about your package. Sixty pounds. But um, DVDs. I don't want to know about your Tom Hardy. It was. It was awesome that I was there was. Last week, um, you know, the, the movie with The Rock called Faster. Yes. Her revenge pick where he hunts down everyone and kills them. I want to see Made that. me think about Taken, which, God, that movie's so fucking good. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. That is such a good revenge movie. And I was like, all right, Amazon, don't fail me now. Because I, I went on Netflix, no Blu-ray, no streaming, no anything. I'd have to put it in my queue and hope it shows up. I'm like, No. I want to watch Taken as soon as I can possibly watch Taken. And Netflix, $7.99 for the Blu-ray. Oh, Amazon, yeah. Or, yeah, Amazon, $7.99 for the Blu-ray. Nice. Mm-hmm. And they happen to have Gran Torino for like five bucks. So I was like, it is old dudes wrecking people day. Nice. So. Yep. I took advantage of Taken, but I already had Gran Torino. Yeah. So, yeah. Sad so piece. Taken showed up along with like three seasons of Mad Men. And you just got the Expendables, so it's, yeah, it's Expendables, all dudes wrecking dudes all over the place. Yes. Um, Apocalypse Now, the three-disc version that finally has Hearts of Darkness included with it. So I got I that. wish you hadn't told me that because now I'm going to have to go buy that now. That's Sorry. Not, that's an awesome documentary. Yeah, I know. That, that's, that was the one real disappointment I had with the old set, which had the two versions of the movie, but not Hearts of Darkness. Mm-hmm. So one day someone can claim that one because that's going in the Bamfcast pile. Which that pile's getting worse. My alien quadrilogy set will be. Yeah. Same with a saving private Ryan. They had it up for like eight bucks or something on one of their lightning deals. So I didn't have the blu-ray of it. So I grabbed it. So that one's going up too. So yeah, I bought a lot of damn movies, man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I don't care because they're all good ones. Yep. I bought the slum dog and millionaire. Oh, you did? Millionaire. I even, like, who I, wants to be a millionaire? I even bought Fanboys because it was six bucks. I was like, I've wanted to see this movie, and yeah, it's like, see, that's what I, I I stopped myself with the down the rabbit hole because I was like, oh, movies I haven't seen for five six bucks, okay, because that's what I pay to go to see. Less than yeah. I go to see it in the theater. That's the problem we both were hitting. It was like I was like, I'm stopping. There's one. Yeah, I would. I refused to buy anything that I hadn't seen. So I was like, all right, it was I, the one. I, I can't do this. Grand Torino is the only one, and I and for five bucks, I was like, all right, Harlow loves that enough. And Clint is always awesome, so I can go with this. Yeah. I bought the Dirty Harry collection, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah. Amazon. Damn why you. do you do this to us, Damn Amazon? You help. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, they had the Mad Men Blu-ray each mm-hmm. season for nine ninety nine. Mm-hmm. I picked up... I think I added the third season, because I yeah. had the first two already. So. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah we went, we went kind of nuts on that, but now we got to watch all these damn things. Yep. Well, be things to talk about sometime. Right. 
Shall we do contact information and get the hell out of here? Anybody I think, else so. have anything I think else? that's a good idea. Let's, let's do that because it's late. Yeah, I don't think I have anything left. You got you ready for fire that is rapid? Yes. Website. BMFcast.com. Email. BMF at BMFcast.com. Twitter. At BMFcast or Twitter.com slash BMFcast. Facebook. Facebook.com slash BMFcast. iTunes. Search for Bad Movie Fiends Podcast or BMFcast. Rate us, review us, subscribe. Tell your friends. And finally, the most important way you can communicate with us in the known universe, the Garfield phone, BAMCAST hotline. 910-5-JOCKS-BMF. 910-556-9263. Call us, and like our fond from Oman, Max, you'll get on the podcast. I guarantee it. (laughs) (laughs) The voice is getting there, isn't it? Yeah. A little gravelly. Yeah. Yeah. The more I talk, the worse it gets. It's going to be some gravel toss. Gravel ties. All right, let's get the fuck out of here for a good week, shall we? I think so. Oh, and by the way, if you're in Jacksonville this Friday night at the Five Points Theater. You tear me apart, Five Points Theater. The Room is showing their late movie. So. Is that the midnight movie? I don't know if it's midnight. It might be 11 o'clock, but it's it'll be their late movie. That'd be Friday, December 3rd. Friday, December 3rd. 2010. Friday, Friday, Friday. You too can see the room. Bring your spoons. Yep. Spoon. So I'll probably be twittering about that either yeah, all day Friday happening. or, yeah. <laughs> oh, hi, five points. Oh, yes. hi. Oh, hi. Do you have a football? We got to bring a football. Oh, yeah. I got you a football. I don't yeah. own a tuxedo, though. I'm sad. <sighs> One of these days I'm going to own I a have, tuxedo. I have tuxedo pants, but I don't have a full tuxedo. Yeah. just need uh, shirt, I t-shirts. I can tie a bow tie. T-shirts. We should get tuxedo Tuxedo t-shirts. t-shirts. It's on. We're going to go to Genghis. Boom. Word. All right. All right. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm the beach. And this is Bamcast out. See you motherfuckers next time. Farewell, motherfuckers. (laughs) 